The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jess, we uh, we gotta talk. You've oh, no. been coming on way too strong. You said Oh me- no, did you get the candy clown? <laughs> you got yeah, I got the candy clown. I mean, the dinosaur shirt was enough. The shit ninety shows taught me mug and wine tumbler was enough, and and the candy clown is just taking over. <laughs> it's too big for your house. It's doesn't too fit big. The doorway. It's life size. Oh god. And I'm not I a kid. I'm not Morgan size. So my candy clown is like really raging. It's pretty creepy, actually. <laughs> oh, well, I thought it would go well for Easter, even though mm. you don't really celebrate Easter. <laughs> Okay, so that's why it has candy um, Reese's for eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and jelly Easter beans. Reese's. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like vest. That exactly. makes sense now. That makes sense. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the bit's over now. Okay, the bit is over. Um, <laughs> we're we're joined here on the uh, on the Boy Meets World podcast with a special guest today. Uh, he reached out and he said, "Let me come on to this. I love Boy Meets World and I want to talk about it." And I said. Sounds great. So this is this is Chad. Those who are in the PSR Posher Recaps Discord may know him as a dungeon master, the one and only Chad. Chad, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I would have been on earlier, but I was too busy boiling my socks. Um, I like <laughs> I like to always be hot. You know, I like yeah. to be warm when I step into my clothes. So yeah, I decided to throw that microwave away. Honestly, yeah. that was by the, the most way, thing. by the way, we're talking about things we got in the mail. I really appreciated the two things of meat I was sent. Um, yeah, you got that. If, That's good. Yeah, I did. I did. These are going to grill up real nice. 
Loki, mm-hmm. that was the best gift that she gave him. Like, yeah. I would oh, yeah. Take stakes. Actually, Absolutely. I think the candy clown was very sweet. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I just don't know, sweet. like, yeah. logically what I would do with a candy, like, a candy clown. I feel like I would rather have the steaks. You could freeze a steak yeah. and, like, it'll be good for a while. My- Are we... Are we sponsored by Butcher Block now? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Butcher Block, please sponsor us. We love meat. Um, yes. Yes. We are a meat friendly, <laughs> meat friendly podcast here. <laughs> Chad, why don't you walk us through your, your love of Boy Meets World and why you wanted to, to come on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Boy Meets World is one of those shows that I think I've watched all the way through probably about 10 times. Um, it was always on um, ABC Family when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Well, first of all, it was on Disney at like random times throughout my life, and I would always watch them when I could. And I was always like, I really like this show. That's like my impression of me when I was like six. Uh, my voice doesn't change. It's still very deep. <laughs> um, but I liked it then. I, I only liked it when he was small, though. I've noticed a trend as I grow up. I only am interested in episodes where he's my age. Um, so then like, uh, so then, you know, it's on ABC family and I used to watch it all the time, like after school and I was like hooked. I loved the show. There was one time I faked being sick so I could watch a boy meets world marathon. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I like, I literally pretended I had a cold so I could just watch a boy meets world all day. Did and, you do uh, the like thermometer under the light trick to like yeah, get your temperature up? I, yeah. yeah kind of like that. Yeah. Um, it was very easy to play sick at my family um, growing up. I was able to miss school a lot just by uh, talking like this. They would pretty much just <laughs> let me miss school. So uh, so that happened. And then, uh, and then I think it was on – wasn't it on MTV for like a minute? It was, was it on, on MTV? It was I on always M- watched it on ABC Family I think yeah. after school. It was Or maybe it was Disney. I, I remember when I was – I remember when I was in high school, I had it DVR'd on MTV. Interesting. Mm. I don't remember ever watching it on there. I feel like this is like very young content for for MTV. So then, so then I I finally get into college and my roommate's girlfriend had the complete Boy Meets World um, series on DVD. And, uh, and so there were many nights where we just watched that because Mm -hmm. uh, obviously I was big man on campus at Central Michigan University and watched nothing but Boy Meets World <laughs> with all of the frat brothers. Every every time someone would go, Fiend! we would take shots. Yeah. It was, a, it was a great time. Yeah. That sounds like a fun drinking game. It was. You know, you could probably make, a, you could easily make a Boy Meets World drinking game. That would have to be one. Um, I, every time Amy, like, backhands one of her children in the back yeah. of the head. Yeah, often, very often. Yeah, Every time that... Sean runs his hands through his hair, yeah. you take yeah. a shot. Anytime yeah. Sean just does anything self-deprecating. Like, I feel like Sean is always just like, yeah. who cares about me? And then, like, you're just like, oh, he's like that brooding character, you know? That, like, he's, yeah. like, the, he, he's like, if Batman was, like, a 90s, like, middle schooler and not rich, he would be Sean. <laughs> yeah. Anytime that, um, anytime that... Alan does something that backfires instantly. Oh, that happens. Like that's all the time. That was a big part of this episode, or one of the episodes we had to watch. So. <laughs> I'd like to briefly interrupt this programming to announce that Sarah just got handed a bunch of food and looked very confused about it. <laughs> oh, my stuff came in the mail. <laughs> Oh, like, that's from Chad. Yeah, that's Dr- for me. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. No, no, yeah. fuck. 
Uh, <laughs> it's no. a good thing this is an explicit podcast because now there are dogs involved. And yeah, no, like Drew just like I don't think he knows that we're podcasting right now, so he just handed me cake. Well, the 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 microphone well, and the headphones were in a good see, indicator, I guess. The thing the thing is the thing is is he heard you saying in passing that you wanted it and you know yeah. us men we're just go 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 <laughs> yeah 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 rush 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 so we just he's went like, out and just bought it ran out and got you he's yeah. like i'm gonna rush you into eating dessert it's like now the door's open the dogs came in my chipotle fell on the floor so then bell started eating it it's a disaster Ooh. here oh god um, that's really funny you said chipotle because before i got before i hopped on this podcast i was deciding on whether i wanted tropical smoothie or chipotle i went with tropical smoothie but i should have went with chopper smoothie the, what is the, tropical smoothie oh you don't know what tropical smoothie is is it, is it uh, i don't know is it, is i have it, oh, no well, idea what that is well sarah's del- in new jersey so i don't know why you would know and she would know and i wouldn't know yeah i don't know it's uh well i mean it's a smoothie restaurant uh they've got a variety of of nutritional sandwiches and wraps and smoothies i had a veggie hummus wrap with a uh beach blast smoothie it was our beach bum smoothie it was very good that sounds great and probably much healthier than Chipotle. If those are your two options, I feel like they're very like on the opposite end of the spectrum from one another. Yeah, I either like to eat healthy or like go to McDonald's and get six quarter pounders and eat them in a That's setting. totally it's, fair. I, yeah. We've all been there, I think. I yeah. had a Celeste frozen pizza for dinner, so that's so, where I'm at in my life trajectory, so, I think. Sometimes I'll roll through the drive-thru and be like, yo, can I get a McFlurry, but like, can you make it in like the shape of me? <laughs> Have you really asked that? No. Okay. <laughs> I want I mean, like a <laughs> Listen, honestly, if you know Chad, like I don't I wouldn't be surprised if that was the true story I, of something that actually happened. I have been told that I am a wild animal in drive-thrus of any restaurant because like I'm that person. I say surprise me all the time. Like my smoothie today. I said, oh, I'm just surprised me on the smoothie. Get me whatever one's your favorite. Apparently, That's how you that, order like, things? Oh my yeah, gosh. You're yeah. living life on the edge over if there. I, if I've never gone somewhere before, I hate looking at the menu and going, uh, uh, so I'll just say, yeah, give me whatever your favorite thing is. And then. That's fair. I, if I'm going yeah. to a new restaurant, I do think I'm, I'm like the one who I'll pick out like two things and then I'll ask like the wait staff, like, oh, which one is the better thing to order? Yeah. Because I think yeah. they, they know, you know what and I mean? Some, they work there. And, and sometimes I'll walk up and I'll just say, ah, turkey chubby. And the guy will just like wipe his nose. <laughs> Grunt and wipe his nose at a yeah, restaurant that yeah. he works at. Yeah, yeah. I was drinking my soda that I got for, uh, that I had earlier today. And I realized I wanted to diet. So I just like dumped half of it in the sink. And I was like, chubby was onto something there. I cannot wait to get into all of the chubby antics because honestly, I was like, this whole episode, both of these episodes, there were so many things that were so shocking and appalling to me that I'm very excited to, honestly, to get into it. He was actually all over both of these episodes. I don't know if you guys caught this, but he was also the delivery guy. Chubby? Chubby? Chubby's the delivery guy? No, that's a different guy. I think it was the same guy. I think so. I wouldn't risk my life on it, but I yeah, think the, I feel like the guy... Check that. I was going to say the yeah. delivery guy looked much taller than Chubby. What was the the delivery well, guy's think, name? Is Tony? Uh, yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, yes, yes. Sarah's fact checking. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, hold, like Chad was talking accountable. about... <laughs> Uh, we're talking season two, episodes 10 and 11 of Boy Meets World. Um, so why don't we just get, we're already kind of talking about it anyway. We might as well just jump right in to the first episode, which was Sister Teresa, all about TK. Yes. Um, the not rise the and di- fall Not the Digimon character either. No. The, no. Like, the kinder sister. The kinder sister. 
<laughs> yes. So this, like, first of all, let's get into Corey microwaving his socks. Because if a I'm a real Amy, visionary, a real visionary. It's awful. If I'm Amy and I walk in and my son is microwaving his socks, I'm immediately throwing the microwave out. It's fucking, you can't get that clean. You cannot get that smell out of your microwave. But they're clean socks. I don't care. All socks socks. are dirty socks, in my opinion, even if they're clean. Okay, so I do have an update. Oh, yeah. Tell me how wrong I am. He's not not chubby, but he does play a different character. He plays Uncle Mike Hunter. That's where I've seen him. Yeah, so he's Sean's uncle. Yeah, so he plays, he's in two other episodes uh, by Hook or by Crook. And the pink flamingo kids. So I forget. Have you guys covered by hooker by hooker by crook yet? I forget. No, no, no. That's in the future. Okay. Well, all the more reason to have me back again, so we can do a complete our full circle moment. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yes. So this guy, he's uh, you know, he's all over the place. But I don't. I mean, I wouldn't be offended by the socks. I mean, what's the difference between like putting like a hot towel in the microwave for like a facial or something? That's going on your face, not your feet. But he's not wearing the socks. And then what happens if they're brand new socks? That's fine. My mother would have packed me a suitcase and told me to move out. If I yeah, I found it I disgusting. Micro- if I microwaved my socks. Yeah. And this is when we find out that Corey is also just not courteous at all because he dunked celery directly into the peanut butter jar. Also a big no-no in my opinion. Oh, see, see, I I have to backpedal on that one because I famously, <laughs> growing up, was was that kid. Like, <laughs> I was always opening jars and eating things when we had a complete. Oh, it yeah. made everyone. My, my brother was that so kid. Mad. I'm that kid that would like get a gallon of milk and like open the milk, drink from the gallon, and put it back in the fridge right next to the oh, other no. gallon of milk I opened up. Yeah, I was a Neanderthal growing up. I have I have since uh, wisened up, but in my youth, I was quite the animal. Sarah, what do you think? Is this is this egregious behavior? Um, I don't think it is unless it's something that breaks off and sticks in the peanut butter. So celery is like a very clean food and it wouldn't break off and stay in the peanut butter. I mean, I, although Corey did say that there was celery in the peanut yeah. butter. Good but bit. like Good you're, who's leaving their celery like but in the peanut also, butter? Also, peanut butter. in my opinion, you shouldn't be opening a new jar of peanut butter when there is an existing jar. Yeah, but his dad's opened. munching on it. Yeah, well, take out a scoop, put it in a bowl, boom, sharing. Oh, well, problem they're not solved. civilized. No, um, that's the whole point. You know, don't stick your Oreos directly in the peanut butter. That will break off and leave crumbs. Yes. I am like a spoon in the peanut butter jar type person for and a that's quick fine. snack. That's but, also fine. But then it goes the, back into the peanut butter. The main question, though. Oh, no, I do the one scoop and that's it. What's our peanut butter take on crunchy or creamy? This is oh, that's going to divide... I am a creamy us. gal. All right. Yeah. I do the crunch. I, well, well, I that's surprising because you do love crunchy foods. I, I am do. notoriously anti-crunchy foods, so I stick with creamy as well. All right. Well, I'm going to be firmly in the camp of extra crunchy peanut butter. Extra well, crunchy. Extra crunchy. Regular. No, I like. Well, here's the thing. I love crunchy peanut butter, but I will say I like if I'm going to make a delicious succulent peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. The creamy peanut butter is the go-to because it spreads yeah. easily. That's what. I, that's yeah. what my thing yeah. is. Is I want it to be able to spread easily. I am famously a big fan of crunchy things like I will only eat kettle cooked chips because they're the crunchiest but that's like for a crunchy thing peanut butter to mm. me is supposed to be smooth do you like Captain Crunch yes but not <laughs> okay. with shrimp tails in it 
That's the that one was, that had the that shrimp. Was that was I, I mean, oh. to be fair, I wouldn't want shrimp tails and Captain Crunch either. So <laughs> no. I don't want yeah. shrimp tails yeah. in any of my cereal. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think shrimp tails and like Fruit Loops might be okay. Oh, maybe no. Maybe. You don't think so? No, I don't even don't like Fruit so? Loops to begin with. So maybe I definitely tricks. Want. That would just be a cruel, sick joke. That like, I mean, that's <laughs> you said that you wanted tricks. Like you yeah. get it. You know, you someone you... opens up the box and they go, "What the hell is this?" And they go, "It's for kids." um so this is what starts Corey on like his journey to be polite for a day because his mom ridicules him so now he's in school he's saying bless you to Feeney when he sneezes he's opening doors for Eric and then this is when he has his meet cute with Teresa and he knocks the books out of her hands and she's like all about it she's like great pick them up again let me throw them on the ground for you she calls him Velcro head, which I actually thought that was like very cute. Um, and she gives him her number with her like super cool Swiss Army knife pen. <laughs> My Loved favorite thing is when she pulls it out and Corey's like, I knew this was going too well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I just so what do we think that about that? That's not, that wouldn't be allowed in school anymore. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no never. Yeah. Not at all. But it was cute I- in the 90s. <laughs> um, And... Then we go, so we're like flashing forward to the next morning, and apparently him and TK talked on the phone for two hours. Sarah, like, what did they possibly have in common to be able to talk to each other for two hours about? I don't even know. Like, they obviously she didn't reveal that she's Harley's sister. She didn't talk about her family life. So I have no clue. Maybe they were just gossiping about other students in the school. And also, like, a kid who, like, loves baseball and, like, like a big part of his life is, like, yeah. liking baseball. Like, for a two-hour conversation where you're just getting to know someone you just met that day, like, that's something that's, like, one of the first things you say. Right. I'll- Allegedly loves baseball, we should right, say. Right. Because he's very hot and cold with baseball, right, as we've seen in the right. Phillies specifically. True, true. Also, uh, to, to backpedal a little bit, when, when Sean's, like, uh, like says caller or whatever, and he's like, how? She didn't give me your number or something like mm-hmm. that? That is, like, that is a conversation I have had with my friends when I was in middle school. Like, I, oh I, I, have, I have been that clueless when girls in my middle school tried to, like, like, like flirt or like give me like their phone number i like one time someone literally wrote their phone number down for me and i said who am i giving this to oh no <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah so you were like yeah because you're the you thought you were the Corey, but you were the sean like right you having like passed the notes and stuff i like, get into I, that next yeah. episode i think i i think i i radiate more eric energy especially later on mm, in the show um, yes and i when think he just, becomes you, like goofy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, plays with squirrels. Uh, a uh, a yes. future, a future spoiler. Yeah, I we're guess. still in the like heartthrob, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that ain't me. That ain't me. I can't yeah. pull off that hair. <laughs> um. So now we're in Mr. Turner's class, and they're in homeroom. And so apparently, TK asked Corey out to the movies, which like we love that. We love women asking men out instead. You know, we love it the other way around. Heck yeah. And. Uh, TK comes into the classroom. Apparently she got like transferred into his homeroom. I mean, I don't know how that worked for me. Homeroom was based on your last name. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd think they'd already be in the same homeroom being that K&M aren't what? that far what apart. Is, what is homeroom? I did not have homeroom in high school. What? You had yeah. homeroom? I never had a, I don't even know what a home, I've never had a homeroom, I didn't know what it was. That's wild. Anytime anyone, maybe it's just a Michigan thing in our terrible educational system, I don't know, but like, I've never, I've never had homeroom, I don't know what it is. I wonder if this is an East Coast thing, so homeroom is, you go there for your first class of the day, most of the time, actually, doesn't it sometimes happen after your first class, well, nonetheless, um, you go there, you take attendance, if there's any, like, 
like announcements, kind of like mm-hmm. Mr. Turner was doing. Um, he was like announcing like, oh, there's certain things in like chess the, club or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extracurriculars. But if there's any like things that happen that day, they you get the lowdown. That's where you watch like the morning news. Mm-hmm. Like, did you guys have we like didn't the have we didn't have we morning didn't have news morning either. news. You didn't yeah. have the morning news. Wow. No. We no, barely we had, had a, a poor school. <laughs> we barely had a gym. <laughs> yeah, I went to a poor school. We didn't have morning news. But you guys yeah. didn't have morning news. No. Wait, so it's like Good morning you know announcements. No, no morning not- announcements. So like, we oh, didn't we have had- like a news show. Really, we had like a little TV production studio, and oh, yeah, there would this be. This is very ritzy. No, it's not ritzy. I didn't grow up in a rich school. <laughs> Um, All the I Chipotle need the you to could eat. We need I, to put out a poll on whether or not people had a TV news station thing. No, like it wasn't school. like a station, but it was TV production class. Okay, if people had some kind of TV news, morning yeah. news, in the, yeah. I want to know. And then, yeah, like, it. I don't know, like the really like, you know, popular slash like outgoing kids got to do mm-hmm. like the little thing. And then, yeah, like there was the TV in the rooms and then they did their little like morning announcement show. Oh, see, if we wanted TVs in my room, in my school, we had to go, like, to the AV room and wheel out one of them giant TVs. (laughs) Yeah, I remember those days. That literally came out when Boy Meets World was, like, making new episodes. And they had the big strap on the top. No, we had that, too, but there was a TV in every room. No. You had to, like, borrow them from, like, other rooms. Yeah. Our but, laptops had dial-up connection. That's how oh shitty my school was. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So, wow. Yeah, so now TK is in their homeroom. And yeah. she wants to – she offers Turner five – she's like, what about for a five spot to, like, sit on Corey's lap instead of at her own table? Like, she is, like, a smitten kitten right away. Yeah, I, I can't believe Turner didn't budge on the five spot. Like. <laughs> I just, you know, I always thought that Minkus was all up in Corey's area for the desk situation. And yeah. sitting in the same desk is also a no-no for me. Don't sit. Don't sit at my desk. This is my desk. Yeah. None for you. my personal space. And she got a desk right next to Corey. So, you know, it's not yeah. that I far. love the finger gun thing, like the, that she does to him. Like, yeah. Big fan yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and and also, can we just talk about how, like, they're talking about how, like, I forgot what they were going to have for lunch that day. Like, oh, fi- fish, fish sticks fish or sticks, something. Yeah, and Sean, like, gets up and, like, takes a bow. Like, yeah, what did he do? Like, did he I don't break know. the fridges or something? I wish like... we had, I wish we had, like, another, I wish the next episode was called, like, Sean's Fishy Adventure, where, like, we get to, like, <laughs> see what Sean did with the fish sticks. Because, like, that, that I, I'm not going to lie, for, like, a good 20 seconds, I missed it. Because I was like, what could Sean possibly? have done to get the fish sticks taken away i don't even know if i want to know but i also kind of want to know isn't it weird how like everyone is so pro nugget but fish sticks which is basically the same thing is no, like no, no. disgusting horrible hot fish like an in large quantities kind of seems gross to me but like chicken nuggets are like always good fish um fish and chips is great you don't like fish and chips i like fish and chips but fish sticks are not fish and chips like fish fish and chips is like you have to like fry the fish properly they need to be crunchy yeah and like a floppy fish stick which is you know what they're serving at that school is not gonna be good i think that fish sticks are the equivalent to nuggets and chicken strips are the equivalent to fish and chips that's probably fair but like also you need a good tartar sauce with those fish sticks Uh uh-huh yeah. If you don't have true. a good tartar, it's all over. True, mm. true. 
Because yeah. if you eat if you eat fish sticks without tartar sauce, you're a psychopath. Who are you? <laughs> exactly. You're a, psych- you're a psychopath. You're mental. Exactly. Yeah, Calling no. out all the psychopaths that listen to this podcast yeah. that don't yeah. use tartar sauce. You need to go. You should be in jail if that's yes. what. If that's how you roll. Like yes. Um, and now Corey's arriving home and Amy and Alan are like, you've got some explaining to do. Why is there a wreath and a candy clown in our household? Who is TK and what has she done? Because mm-hmm. it's a lot. Can you imagine yeah. in high school if like your your boyfriend would have sent you a reef and a candy cloud? My parents would have called the police. Um, I I mean, I would have been very appreciative. Obviously, TK's love language is gift giving. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes. I don't I don't see anything wrong with this. I think that she's just trying to show her affection towards Corey. This probably shows like, why a, Harley is like constantly taking people's lunch money too, because he has to yeah, front they're... all of TK's purchases. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's the big question: how TK can afford all of these. There's so much. She is yeah. like very liberal with her money. She just doesn't even care. She's spending it all over the place. I think it's like a little much for like a one day old relationship. That being said, like I understand like why she's doing it. Like I feel like if you really get into the psychosis of it all and kind of like armchair psychologist TK, she's had a lot of people like leave in her life. And so she's trying to like grasp onto anybody that she can. And when you think about it that way, like her actions actually make a lot of sense. And I feel like, Show is not very kind to TK, and neither are the characters. Like, no, no. I just think they kind of do her dirty a lot of way, do her disservice, especially even like Amy and Alan. They're like super, super judgmental. And Corey's like, Mom, this is your fault. Like, I was polite, and boom, I'm in a relationship. And like, even Alan, I mean, he does eventually accept the stakes and is like, These are really great. But they're both just like, What did you do? Why is TK acting like this? I think um, I think that's something that both of these episodes do, and I think '90s like sitcoms kind of do in general, especially ones about like teenagers, is like yeah. they kind of paint young like teenage and younger women to be like crazy, like a lot. Yeah, um, they do things that like you know if if Corey said a bunch of people stuff in the mail, they'd be like, all right, core, and like. You know, she's doing it and they're He'd like... He'd be seen as romantic. Right, yeah. right, right. And the other... And he, they, they'd have uh, Linda and, and Wendy and, and Debbie, even though there is no Debbie, like all over, like trying to like, you know, get with them and, and stuff. And, yeah. and over here, it's like, oh, this this chick's nuts. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, th- I had that thought too. Yeah. Sarah, what do you think? Like, do you think that... I, I don't know. Do you think this episode did a disservice to TK? I do think so. I think that Corey was really feeling all these gifties until Amy and Alan said that, you know, she was coming to coming on too strong and fast and she was trying to buy uh, his affection. Um, I think that, you know, once again, I think that, you know, Teresa just wants to show that she appreciates somebody being nice to her, especially a guy. Um, girl has daddy issues, as we'll get into. So the fact that there's a man that doesn't see her as like a piece of meat or even as like a, I think that she's a little bit older than Corey. I think if it was my guess, I would say that she's probably in like eighth or ninth grade. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so but, you know, like obviously she has a reputation of being fast in this school. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, it seems as though like, you know, she's kept that you know, reputation up a little bit for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. So I think that they, I mean, I do, I wouldn't say that they, the show did 
TK a disservice because I have an appreciation for them actually getting into um, more on a like deeper level what's going on with TK and her home life. So mm-hmm. I think that if they didn't have that and they were just having her be like a bad girl that was just like coming on to Corey, then um, I would say probably maybe. But I think that they explained it explained it well. Um, I do think that maybe it was a little too soon to say that TK's crazy um, from Amy and Alan, but yeah. they're just yeah. trying to protect their son. No, I totally get it from that perspective. It's just more of like, for me, it's just like annoying how Corey and Sean treat TK and that like they don't really consider that she's like a human being with feelings at a lot of points in the episode like we get so Corey's at school now and like he's like oh you know you didn't have to send me all of that stuff and then TK you know loses it because it's she's wanted roses and they weren't roses and she feels like she's failed and she obviously holds herself to like a very high expectations um and this is when Corey finds out that like she is Harley's sister it is insane to me that like he would have a younger sister that so many people in the school didn't know like they were related, especially considering how protective he is over her. I think it's like so strange that like people could like, you know what I mean? Maybe she's just maybe if she is in seventh grade, this would be her first year in the high school. So maybe that's why people don't know. But Chad, did you find this a little bit unrealistic or is it just me? <laughs> I did think it was a little weird. Um, I But mostly I couldn't get over the fact that Harley looks like he's like 43. And, that, <laughs> and that's every time I see Harley Kiner in any per, in any context, I'm always mm-hmm. just like, you look like you go have a beer with Turner after school. Like you look like. No, um, they do look the same age. And I'm curious. Curious, like what is the age gap between them because if it was my like I think that they're probably like a year apart um yeah. in real life yeah yeah, yeah in real life have you guys have you guys watched any of the girl meets world show yeah Sarah's watched some of it I refuse to unless Sarah sends me like little clips I have to watch because I think the whole thing is stupid do you guys know what happens to Harley Kiner in girl meets world um, I, I know. And I brought it up to Jess. Um, yeah, I think you, I think. You so Harley is, becomes the janitor, like janitor bud. Right? Like janitor yeah. bud. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, I, I once was such a ruffian in my youth, but a, a young baboon showed me the error of my ways and <laughs> oh, got gosh. me, and got me this, yeah. this job of employment into which oh, I yeah. have turned my life around. I want to make a D and D character that only talks like Harley Kiner. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he is, you know what? He is a fun character. Like, I'm really happy we have him in this season of the show. I feel like he is, like, really, really fun to have on the show. He's a bit, like, of a caricature a lot of the time. Oh, for certainly. Um, but, like, I, I love, and I did like this episode for, like, rounding him out a little bit and showing he actually gives a shit about something other than beating yeah. people up. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. But um, this is when Corey, or Feeney does something that is so outrageous to me, the audacity of Feeney to give Corey detention for something TK does. She puts graffiti on the lockers. Yeah, it Corey gets detention. Doesn't make sense. I, the fuck? I've had that happen to me before in school. What? What? Yeah. yeah what do you mean? Yeah. Exact thing? Explain yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, I was, uh, this is how cool I was. I was in, I did band camp in high school. Nice. <laughs> yes, I was in the drum line. And uh, one of my friends was like super rude to a, like our band instructor, and 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 she made me run laps because he was rude. <laughs> 
It doesn't make sense. You can't. It's yeah. not your fault for what your friend for, does. And yeah. first of all, I don't know if forcing a child to run laps is necessarily legal in any form. <laughs> which, which yeah. maybe I got in worse trouble because I did say I don't know if you could legally make me run laps, and then she made me run more. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, but this is. I do think that like this is a bad move on TK's part to to graffiti the lockers. I think it's like a step too far. Um, I mean, it's obviously not a great thing to do to begin with. Well, she was um, just trying to see what the tattoo she was going to get on her heart was going to look like. Like, that's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Corey calls her obsessive and crazy. Not to her face. He just says it. She's obsessive and crazy. Yeah. I think she would have stabbed cancels... him if he said that to her face. <laughs> she would have not been so happy with that. Yeah. Um, And so he cancels a date with her, breaks up with her. He tells her he needs time. And... This is when it's like it is kind of heartbreaking because TK just calls him. Just you're just like every other guy I've mm-hmm. ever met, and I yeah. I feel for her, especially when we find out more about her her backstory. Yeah, yeah. No, men just kind of suck in general, so that's kind of like you know I I I guess I can't relate, but I also sympathize. I guess <laughs> I have a question about '90s relationships because I feel like. Everybody on these shows, they talk to a woman for like 20 minutes and then it's always like, oh, you got a girlfriend, Core. And it's just like, is that how relationships worked? Is that how they worked when I was growing up and I was just lame? Like, I don't know. I think that it's a middle school thing. Yeah. Less so than a 90s TV thing. I think that there's plenty of people nowadays, kids, the kids, I would assume, where it's it's still like, you know, you guys have the same math class together and then you go on one date uh, then now your boyfriend and girlfriend. I, I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, I never experienced this. I, too, um, as I like to talk about, was a loser. So can't relate. Don't know. <laughs> But I would I, like to. I like to consider ourselves the the D tier popular kids is how I refer to it. The D tier. <laughs> I think that like it's also one of those things where, and I don't know because I don't obviously don't watch any like kids shows nowadays. I, th- but I thought you were gonna say I don't know because I wasn't a loser. Is what I, I thought you were never going to say. No, that that is <laughs> what she's saying. That is what she's yeah. saying. I would know because I'm not a lame ass. (laughs) What I'm saying is that I don't know if if kids shows nowadays have like more continuity than like this show did because we just saw like literally two episodes in a row of like Topanga Corey like OTP like romancing on the show and then literally the next episode he's like oh boom on to tk who are you like topanga who yeah like, for somebody with a safe uh, reputation Corey sure has gotten around on his uh brief yeah. uh stint at adam at uh, john adam's eye or middle school or whatever yeah 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 so uh now so now Corey is like worried because he's like oh tk was super upset and um, this is when Harley comes in and he's pissed. He's real pissed because someone upset his baby sister and no one is allowed to upset his baby sister. And this is when Corey finds out that they're related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically literally, Harley is just like, oh, you're going to take her out. Like, and you're yeah. going to be a gentleman about it because she really likes you. I just love but- the power of him being able to clear out an entire classroom. Like hmm yeah which is why i which is why i think he's actually just an adult in disguise like i really just think he was like hey uh m- m- hey yo will uh could you please pretend and, and 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 go along with the illusion that i did besmirch your bicycle so i can go in there and pummel your student to the point <laughs> and, I'll buy, and i'll buy the first round like that's all that's all I, that's what i think happened 
Yeah. Um, just an update on that. Actually, uh, the actor that plays Turner is 10 years, exactly 10 years older than no the shit. actor who plays Harley, which That's is shocking. It's very shocking. So mm-hmm. I don't know why this actor that plays Harley looks so old. Well, how old is he as uh, compared to Corey? So, um, so he was born in 72. So just our mathematician, if this uh, episode released in 1995, what's 95 minus 72? 95 minus 72, 23. So he was tw- a 23-year-old playing like a 19, 20-year-old. And Corey is... Um, I think he's really like twelve or thirteen in this he's episode. Probably, he's yeah, he's fairly age yeah. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, so, that's shocking. Actually, I, I hardly looks so much older. I wonder if this is the way they style him that makes him like. His I, hair I and ultimately, everything. I think that that's what it is. I think that yeah. it's like the clothes that he's wearing, the slick back hair. I think yeah. that it ages it's not really him just up him, somehow. Though. Like all three of them, him, Frankie, the rat. Like they all look like they're like drinking yeah. buddies. I don't know. I think that I think that Joey and Frankie don't look nearly as old, but I do think Joey does look a bit older. Frankie to me just looks like he has like baby face. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't look super old to me. Um, but yeah, so they like clear out the whole room and basically Harley is like, you're going to take her out because she says you're a gentleman. And that I said what I say goes basically, which I don't know. Making a kid take an, another person out on a date like under duress just also seems like it's going to end poorly. Um, but what do I know, I guess? Um, and then Corey's wearing a suit, um, on his date, which pretty dapper for a first date, I'd say. Especially, like, they're going to, uh, it looked like the drive-in, so. It's certainly a move, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But it's it's part of their strategy. It's like, you know, you have to do whatever you can to be the opposite of what TK would want. So he's wearing the suit essentially to chase um, TK away. But this makes no sense because she was attracted to his politeness. They're not smart, Jess. But like dressing up. Yeah. um, Politeness doesn't equal like he's wearing like a penguin suit that's not no but like (laughs) politeness to me also is equates like with like being a gentleman and being Mm -hmm. a gentleman like you dress all like nice you know i don't know i feel like they're connected but frankie is his driver i loved frankie as the driver i loved frankie in this episode i think he's a fantastic character and i love him being like the chaperone but then being (laughs) too enticed by like the snow caps to like actually stand guard of tk have you had snow caps though like i used to love snow caps like that's my movie theater candy of choice or yes yes when i was a kid and we used to like sneak candies and i used to beg my mom to get snow caps they're so good they're like i don't know why they're so good sarah have you had snow caps no of course they have like non-parels is definitely a thing but they also fucking suck so audacity no i those little sprinkles are not a vibe i would rather just eat chocolate chips fair i think i agree now but as a kid they were like such a treat for me that i Mm -hmm. think it's mostly the nostalgia you put the snow caps in the popcorn Open the box yeah. up, dump them on my face, and yell, let it snow, baby. That's, that's... <laughs> during the movie. During the movie. Yes. Right during the quiet part. Let it yeah. snow, baby! Yeah! Or like avalanche. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Avalanche is when you have two packs of snow caps, and you put both of those in the mouth at the same time. That's if a you... power move. Yeah. Do we like Corey's nickname of Fuzzy that TK gives him? I think it's cute. It's not the worst nickname I've ever heard. 
better I mean, than baboon, certainly. Yeah, better than baboon. Better than <laughs> baboon. Better. I yeah, I mean only it can only go up from baboon. Um I mean she she likes Corey. I think it's yeah. very sweet. Like, you know, um TK chases Frankie away so that they can have some alone time. But mm-hmm. Corey's still acting like a dweeb. Like he sends her away to get drinks. And then freaking Sean's there. Like Sean's like creeping on the date. It's very disrespectful. Have, yeah, have you I guys, didn't like this at all. Have you guys Sorry, ever had? No, it's okay. Have you guys ever had um, a situation as probably? I feel like if this was going to happen, it'd be like as adults where you have like your friend, like who maybe lives nearby, kind of like, all right, if I text you, call me and say like there was an emergency or like come oh. pick, like come, like if you, like I feel like that's kind of what they've had. Yeah, I've, I've had, had to the, be that I've person had the for move, somebody. I've had the move of like text me in an hour. That way, if it's going poorly, I have like an excuse to get away. I've definitely done that. Everybody has, my, right? That's my like, friend went, thing. my friend went on a date and she asked uh, me and my, our other friend um, if, if, uh, if things go like if things went weird, would we like come pick her up? So we went to the same restaurant and sat behind them and pretended wow. like we were on and pretended like we were on a date. That's I, that's a good friend right there, yeah. someone who would do that. Yeah. I, I kept being really loud. Like I kept being like, <laughs> I can't wait to go home and just huh, watch Wheel of Fortune. Like it just Were you it was dressed great. as like an old man? Or <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had to wear like an old man's sweater. Yeah, I, I Oh if you're gonna do anything, you need a disguise. You yes, know, I like exactly. what Mustache, kind of you know? what what are the senior specials do you have here, please? Like, <laughs> how long did you have to stay there for? Oh, four hours. No, I'm just kidding. It was only oh like an hour. <laughs> it was only like an hour. Was no. the date going well? Uh, no, no. Oh, but no. I think it was more so me like throwing things at them that was making it awkward. And then oh, being so like, you ruined the day. And then being like, and then being like, <laughs> you can't do anything to me. I'm an old man. <laughs> Um, so speaking of poor dates, this is when, like, Corey decides that he's gonna, so TK's all over him, which, like, I get him wanting to take things slowly, like, he's not ready for what she wants to do, so he's like, let's just talk, let's just talk. That's a decent move, you know what I mean? He's not like, ew, get off of me, let's talk instead. But he brings up baseball, and this is where we get more of the backstory on Teresa, and her dad took her to a Phillies game on her eighth birthday, it was great until he started hitting on a woman and left without Teresa, an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, horrible parenting. You feel terrible for Teresa. And you find out a little bit more about Harley because he's only the only one who's ever taken care of her, essentially. Do you he mean, kind of stepped in in that do you mean Har- role. Do you mean Harvey? Harvey. Which, <gasps> honestly, is that big, like, that big of a difference in a name? No, is no. Harvey that bad? No. no. But remember, remember earlier in the season when I kept calling him Harvey by accident? Yes! So you now I feel... name all along. Now I feel justified. I feel yeah. good about that. Um, yeah. And the fact that, like, on a continuation of the sad story, she says that she never saw her dad again. Yeah. So, like, she literally... He literally picked up this girl at the baseball game and like started a new life totally fucked and and she said that her mom was quote-unquote like too sick or too out of it to pick her up which means that her mom was drunk yeah that's that's the vibe i got is yeah so harley had to pick her up so that's why she just like you know it's like her and harley they're like all they have for each other Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey's like very in, sympathetic about this whole thing. Yeah, and I feel like honestly, TK and Sean would have more in common, and like, yeah, 
But I yeah. understand her wanting to be with Corey because, like, he is, like, the guy she's never had. He's polite. He comes from, like, a good family. And she's not really had that. So yeah. I totally get it. And obviously Corey's young, so he's just is not equipped to, like, handle any of this mm-hmm. um, at this moment. But it is kind of annoying how, like, you know, then – so she – I think she, like, pulls him on top of her. And that's when, of course – Harley sees what's going on and, and Corey just runs. Um, which I mean I kinda get why, but also just not a great thing to do on a date. <laughs> he's just like he's just like, Harvey, nothing happened. And then yeah. he's like, I'm gonna kill you, Babu. Wait, Harvey and then like yeah. goes uh, and then my favorite thing is when he like gets out and goes, Hunter, come on, Sean and Sean's like, <laughs> Oh, you had to say my full name. Like yeah, I don't know no, why that no. I don't know why that made me laugh, like, as hard as it did, but, like, I've seen this episode for this podcast, like, three times in, like, the last, like, week, and it makes me laugh every time I watch mm. it. And then... <laughs> no, it's and a then, good line. Yeah, and then what also makes me laugh is, like, afterwards when, like... Frankie uh, Frank, when Frank out. When Frankie's yeah. like, they kept mentioning someone named Harvey. Who could that be? <laughs> like, uh, that was so funny. Frankie, you can put two and two together, but you write poetry. So <laughs> I know, I love Frankie. I just, I love him so much. I'm so happy he's in the show now. Um, yeah, so not, not great that, that Corey runs. And the next day he's hiding in a locker, which is just like, that's not going to last very long. That's like their go, that's like their go-to spot to put people. Like lockers are massive, by the way. If you're going to hide from Hart, from Harvey, I feel like the best move would be to hide in like a library, someplace he never goes. He's cramming, (laughs) he's cramming, he's cramming people in lockers. He's not going to find you there. Yeah, he frequents, he frequents that locker a lot. I think that's Sean's locker. Yes, I think it is. I think definitely think it is. Um, but this is Harley obviously finds him. It doesn't take him very long. And like Corey is like basically pleading with Harley, like, no, I promise it wasn't me. TK was the one putting the moves on me. She moves fast. In which like Harley asks like a random group of dudes, like, hey, you know that TK? Is she fast? Like, and they're all like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, bros, whatever. And then, of course, they <laughs> yeah, all scatter. Yeah, she they all scatter she, when they find out that it's Harley's sister. It would have been better if one of them said, yeah, she sends you the reef yet? Like, that would have been better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you get the candy clown, too? Um, yeah, and and this is when Harley, like, realizes, like, oh, shit. Like, she actually is, like, quote-unquote fast. And but you see, like, he's like, oh, I, f- I feel like I failed her. And I like this side of Harley. I think it's nice to kind of get a different perspective mm-hmm. from him rather than bullying kids. Yeah, me too. I like the fact that he's like, you know, I spent too- so much time collecting lunch money yes. and, like, giving people wedgies. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like, focus enough on her. Yeah, but, hard to do yeah. good by him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do like Corey. Um is such a such a sweet talker, you know? He he really gets Harley to think about um you know, his impact on dear dear TK and that like he's the biggest influence on her life and he he really like gets himself out of this situation, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it was nice and like even though Corey pissed me off earlier in the episode, I thought he kind of redeemed himself here. Um, especially because at the end of the episode, him like he has TK over for dinner and she brings lobster. And I thought, I don't know, I, I have such sympathy for TK. I really love her as a character. I kind of wish we had seen more of her because I think she's an interesting character. She's yeah. not this like picture perfect 
character like we do see a lot of in in Corey and his family and obviously Sean you know is a bit rough around the edges we haven't seen too much of that yet um so I really loved her as a character and her like talking like robotically to the Matthews family trying to like fit in was very cute I thought Chad do you do you wish we had seen more of TK what are your like thoughts on her as a character Oh, I would love to see TK more. I think she could have been a good love interest for Sean. She doesn't even need a love interest. She just could have yeah. just been a character. I would have yeah. loved to have I seen agree. TK. I think out of all of, like the random like female like side characters they've introduced thus far, I think she's been my favorite. Her and um, Desiree. Yeah, Desiree. Yeah. She's <laughs> Goodbye so good. forever. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Pudding. <laughs> no um i i really like her i think she i i wish we I, even if they didn't make her like a full-time character i wish they would have like just shown us what happened to her like yeah. in some capacity even if like in like a season or, or something from now like she's leading frankie and joey around like dunking someone's head in a trash can oh, taking up the fun. mantle like exactly that would have been very cool that's yeah that's i really that concept really you know is interesting to me. I yeah. like that idea. Yeah. yeah. They should have done something with her. Like They should have. Um, yeah. What do we um, think of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say how much I like this actress, Danielle Harris. Um, I recently saw her in the DCOM Wish Upon a Star. She plays she one in, of the sisters. She's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, she played Debbie Thornberry, the voice of Debbie Thornberry. Oh, Wait a God. minute. She was yeah. Debbie Thornberry? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. My mind oh. is alone right now. Yeah. was my shit. I'm Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel is a whole different animal. A whole vibe. I yeah. love. When I'm a father, I strive to be Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> I can totally like, see that for Oh, uh, smashing. <laughs> <laughs> So she's yeah. she's quite a star. She goes on to do a bunch of other things besides Boy Meets World. What an I icon. I think she's great. I, I really, like, there, I had some issues with this episode, but I really like the introduction to TK. I like the rounding out of Harley as a character. I think that, like, even though it doesn't necessarily paint Corey in the best light, that's kind of nice. You know, like, our characters don't always need to be not, you know, I like a flawed character. Especially um, because, like, Harley isn't around for, I think, a few, like, after a few, I think he only had, like, a few more episodes before he goes away um, for a bit, and I really like that we got this complexity yeah. of him. You know, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't seen Boy Meets World, but, yes. like. So, are we ready to get into the next episode? Episode 11, The Beard. Yes. Um, which is, like, a kind of a weird... It was weird. As somebody who has a beard, I was I kept wondering the entire time when it was. Is going Corey to come considered play. like a beard because he's yes. like babysitting one of the girls? Yeah, is that what that's got to be. Okay. That's got to like be thing? what it is. That's got to yeah. be what it is. I didn't get it until like my no. second time watching the episode. Yeah. Um. So we have like two different storylines. One is very minor and almost doesn't even like. It's like two minutes so of the entire let's, episode. Let's just go through the Amy and Allen shit because I. I, I mean, I do have this. I do have opinions on this. Please, please. Yes, please. Okay. Tell your so opinions. essentially what this ha- is, is that Amy is looking to get a new car. Corey and Eric want her to get a Ferrari, like a sports car, while she's pretty much landing on a family van so that she, you know, the family can go camping. She can like bring the kids back and forth to soccer. It's practical. But the thing is, is that she's like really been hemming and hawing about the car for like three months. Mm-hmm. And 
finally, like Alan's kind of like, you know, trying to be like, let's speed this along. Like, this is what you want. And she's like, yeah, like I could see how this would work. Um, it does everything that I wanted to do. So then Alan's like, what about the color? And she's like, oh, I got to think about that, too. So then Alan's like, you know what, boys to his sons, the difference between men and women are that men like to rush and just do it. And women like to take their time. Right. Oh, well, actually, the joke is, which is actually a very funny joke. Women don't like to just do it. You have to buy them the car first. Yes. Which I think is funny, but also Amy and Alan have a great sex life. So I don't know why Alan's always joking that like he never gets it when like Alan's like the type of person that wants it three times a week. But in reality, it's like, dude, like we only have time for once a week. And then he's yeah. bitching that his sex life is not banging. But it's like, he, we don't have he, time for that, Alan. He, he comes home after his long nights of being a grocer, a grocer and he's just like... Just needs to find a way to take the load off, I guess. You know, yeah. he lives a yeah. he lives a he lives a he lives a stressful life. Listen, yeah. he's got three kids, a job he hates. Like he's got no car because they can't decide on one. Like, yeah, I like you, on one hand, I feel for Alan because it's like I don't know. I know that I'm. I i do not know what the situation is. Like, do they not have a car? Do they like? No, this is a new car. No, I'm saying like, are they driving like a beat up piece of shit? And like, he really wants a new car. Like, I get why he does what he does like he thinks he's doing something really nice but also like let amy pick for herself like maybe even though i know that like i i i hate going to any place where they're trying to sell me anything because i immediately don't like being involved with the salesmen who are trying to like very pushy and like and they treat honestly like i've had issues with mechanics where they just treat women like shit because they think women don't know anything about cars and i don't know anything about cars but i also don't want to be like have someone be condescending to me about it so i get where he's coming from but like amy obviously had something very specific in mind and she wasn't ready to make a decision yet so like i don't think you should make a major purchase like that without your you know spouse or partner in agreement on it like she didn't say like 100 i want this car let's go get it you know what i mean Yeah, Alan got a little carried away for sure. I think. Oh my god! Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely should have pumped the brakes. Oh good um, god! <laughs> on that, on that purchase. Oh, really, he really gassed up his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see uh, some other car jokes I could make. Um, oh my god! <laughs> uh, but gonna, no, I'm not gonna lie. This is a dream come true. If somebody was like, you know what? I will take care of this for you, and I'm bringing home a car, and I got a new but, car, and but, I don't have to deal with it. Then but he didn't say For me, that. personally, it's a dream come true. But he didn't say it. I think it's different if he's like, Amy, let me let me handle this for you. That's totally different than just doing it without even talking to Amy, I think. I wouldn't like that yeah. either. I would like wow. to be involved. So Sarah would have been jumping. Sarah would have been I jumping. I would have been jumping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah no, would've I would have been, been so happy. Like, you know, it's, you know, Alan, like, you know, he got her the car. It was the color that, like, I guess she ultimately was landing it was green, on. green, I think. Yeah. Um, so it's not my favorite car for color for a car, by the way. Yeah. Green. Well, no. No, 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 no. So, I mean, I just think that I get that Amy wants to do it on her own. Uh, but Alan was just trying to be like a good husband. Like for me personally, I would have been very excited if I came home to a new car and didn't have to deal with any of it. Mm. Chad, what about you? Where do you fall in this? 
Um, I just want to say, I think it was funny, Jess, how you said that uh, mechanics uh, are... It's not funny they're rude to you. I think it's funny that you brought it up. I had to clarify my wording. Uh, because I know nothing about vehicles also. And mm-hmm. uh, I was when I when I was in a relationship, I, me and my uh, girlfriend were looking for an automobile. Um, and they were like, the mechanic, like they walk in and the mechanic looks at us and then just immediately turns and starts talking to me about cars. Yep. And he was like, and he's like telling me all this terminology. And I'm like, yeah, jargon. Too, yeah. yeah, and I'm like way too polite to cut him off. So I wait till he's done. And I was like, those were all just words to me. Talk to her. And then she's over here, like, asking about what kind of engines in it and, like, all yep. these car terminology. And, like, so I thought that was funny. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Um, as far as how he should have handled this, um, I could very easily see myself being like, oh, I'll just take care of it. Like, I could see myself, maybe not with a car, because cars are a lot of money, but like, maybe like, oh, you want like a, like a bicycle? I can get you a bicycle. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could see myself, there are a lot of times, exactly, there are a lot of times that Alan really fucks up, and I think to myself, I could see myself doing that. Like, I could very, like, I don't know. Have we got, are we, did you guys cover the anniversary episode yet? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. The then one I will. Where, no, the, we did the one where they went to the wrong restaurant. No, it's another one. You'll know oh, when you see then. it. I won't talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. But like, mm-hmm. he, he very easily, and especially now that that episode is after this one, like when you get to it, he should have learned his lesson. That's all mm-hmm. I'll say. Uh, he should know better. Uh, Great. We'll we'll gear up to rag on Alan some more. Yeah. I just think like sorry again, for watching like, it's ahead. different. It's different than like if he just went out and bought a car without even talking about buying a car with Amy. Like they were planning on purchasing a car, so it's not that egregious. But I just think like I would like to be more involved in the decision, especially but. if it's your car. Like you just want to feel included. You yeah. just want to be like that's the one I want. Like because you. But can I'm also change- a control freak, so I'm probably I might be the odd one out in this equation. Like if we were to ask a hundred people. I probably would be in the minority because I am more of a control freak. So I want to be like involved in all the decisions. I'm sorry, but like what else does Amy want? Like she was clearly heading towards the van. So it's like, it's not like she was like, wait a minute. Like I want a totally different car. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so when she can, they go to the dealership to try to return the car. And then what is she going to do? Just go back to the same dealership and, and buy the same, the same car. That's what just I because don't understand. She wants to do it. It's yeah, like, no, not that you the have part- the car. Just take it. Just keep it. Yeah. I think I I would just take it, especially if you're already leaning in that direction. That that part I didn't get, why they're returning the vehicle. Like, it seemed like that's what she wanted. Maybe she changed her mind. But it seems like, I feel like I'm not somebody that's going to sit on a decision for three months. Like, that seems like an extremely long time. No, 100%. And that's that's another thing, too, you know. That's why I am a little sympathetic towards Alan to some degree. Because it's like, man, it's been three months. (laughs) Like, the kid's got soccer practice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm curious what the listeners think. What do you think? Are you Team Alan or Team Amy? Let us know because I'm curious. Should, should they have gotten like the Lamborghini that Eric wanted oh, them to God, get? Oh, God, no. 
put Morgan on the top of the vehicle. And drive do we off. do we care about like fancy cars? Like, is that a real thing? Like, people I mean, are I impressed. don't. People are impressed by vehicles. I'm I'm personally I not, but I think that there's a good amount of people that are. Yeah, I'm I have. A, I'm not a vehicle person. I used to have a a kind of like a minivan, and I named it the the Saucy Wench, and it was my first car, and I drove it, <laughs> and it was wonderful. I have a Pontiac G6 now that I named Bernard. It's it's great. That's but it's a piece of shit car. It's a 2009. It doesn't even have a door handle. Like it's not. Yeah. How do you get in it? Oh, so I let my uh, I let my roommates in college borrow it because uh, they needed a car, and they broke off like the driver's side door handle. Stop. And then they were like, they call me while I'm at work, and they're like. Don't worry though, my friend's a mechanic and they're fixing it. And I said, "Oh, okay, cool." So like they put they they drive it back, drop it off, and I go home and I open up my car. There is a door handle on my driver's side, but to fix it, they took the handle off of my passenger side door and then put it onto my driver's side door. <laughs> they had a perfectly fine handle though. Yeah. Why so would then they... so then I drive home and they go, "Told you we fixed it." And I was like, "You didn't fix it. You just moved the problem." <laughs> Oh my god! Well, at least you can get in, I guess. But now, but now I think it adds character, and it also gives me a reason to like open the door for people, so I look oh. like a gentleman. Oh, there you go. Look at that bright side yeah. of things. Right, right. Um, speaking of people who aren't gentlemen, um, Corey and Sean really sucked this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, they basically, Corey is jealous because two girls are interested in Sean. There's Linda and there's Stacy, and Sean can't decide between them. So he decides that Corey is going to date his backup, by the way. Backup is the term we're going to use for an actual human being. And that she will be his backup. And when he's ready to date her, then he can date her and take her off of Corey's hands. Poor, poor, poor ideas all around in the very beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. We know it's not going to work out, obviously. Um, and Corey's like, this isn't going to work. Uh, and apparently, so Sean, Sean decides for, I don't know why he wants Stacy, but he ends up with Stacy. I guess Linda, he thought was too eager. She approached him <laughs> first. Um, okay. So that happened. Um, uh, what do you think about this plan overall, Sarah? Like, <laughs> we knew it was going to fail horribly, obviously. It's a show. We know this was going to fail. But what do you think about the, the plan to begin with? Hmm. I think it's a creative solution for Sean. Um, I just think that it's unfair for Sean to think of Corey so low that, you know, yeah. oh, you'll He's you safe. Know, you're safe, like you're not gonna go after the girl. Um, I I mean, if anything, I kind of of course like uh, Corey agreed to the situation, but I was very much like pro Corey and I was very impressed by like Corey's game actually like he was actually very personable and to Linda and I thought they had good chemistry and I liked and I think like I liked like how he approached the Chubbies thing um so there's a lot of things I thought that Corey did right where he did not do right by Linda or Sean is like just put it out there that like Sean I'm really liking Linda um and if it gets Sean mad then that's totally on freaking Sean like yeah you know I just my only like big issue with Corey because I agree like Sean is the worst offender in this episode but i think like the problem is if Corey really likes linda right first of all where's tk second of all if Corey really likes linda 
like they're the beginning of the relationship starts off on a lie and I just don't know like what he's supposed to do let's pretend he talks to Sean and he gets Sean's blessing to that like okay I'm gonna date Linda you're gonna date Stacy whatever everything's cool what does he say to Linda like does he just not even tell her anything yeah why would he why would he um I've got a funny story this uh this exact scenario happened uh when I was in school um, oh, what? With, with with two of my friends, um, they were in eighth grade, and uh, they they did this exact same thing. And I even said in eighth grade, I said, "Oh, it's like that one Boy Meets World episode." I yeah, felt that's like where I, they got yeah. the idea. That's crazy. I, I, I felt like Abed, like me, like like referencing like a TV show, like in yeah. conversation. Um, went horrible. It went it went very very terrible. It, it was uh, horrible horrible horrible. Um, they blew up in their faces. They were they were known in school for being just jackasses. Uh, love them to death. They're still my friends, but they they were not good people in that one scenario. They're both married now it's it's so what what ultimately happened how was it resolved oh it's very similar to what happened here uh they found out (laughs) they they found out because it wasn't just it wasn't just two uh girls in my school like they they had like an entire like formula like there was like an entire year where my where this where they would date a girl and then he would break up with them and then the other one would like swoop in and be like oh i'm so sorry that happened let me show you how to order it let me show you how to order it chubbies and like that was like the entire like plan Like, yeah. so, yeah, no, so I this really think, happened in my life. I just, like, I again, like, I think, uh, you're right, Sarah, like, I'm probably condemning Corey a bit too much, because he is really nice to Linda, and he seems like he actually really does like her, right? He compliments her, he calls her pretty smart, sweet. Then he needs to the man above. up and talk to Sean about it. Yeah, I think he just needs to have this conversation. I think he's afraid of, like, losing the friendship with Sean. But the other thing is... Corey's a bit too excited to not be considered safe anymore. Like, he just, it feels like he's trying to be Sean when he's not. He's Corey. And I think he yeah. just needs to own that. I think we spent a lot of time with, like, Corey trying to be someone he's not. Like, he just, in he this wants episode? No, no, in general. I okay. think that, like, there's a lot of time that Corey spends trying to be Sean or wanting to be, like, Sean. We had an entire, like, we love we love character growth on a TV show. We got an entire character growth and arc in the span of two episodes of Corey going from, like, polite and safe to, like, scumbag and within the span of, like, an hour. Like, it goes complete full circle. Like, that's yeah. why he lost TK, because word got out that this happened and TK was like, <laughs> yeah, TK is go, like watch, go watch a Phillies game, you asshole. Like, yes. that's that's what happened. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, on one hand, I get it, right? Eric calls Corey safe, low risk, bubble wrap. Um, and I, I, Corey just doesn't want to be that way anymore. And obviously not for nothing, but like Linda totally kissed Corey. Corey was not the one who initiated yeah. that. And props to Linda. Like we can't John, just did that. John, John <laughs> Adams, John Adams has some confident women at that school. Like yeah. between TK making the move and, 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 and Linda making the move like good for them. We, we love, love to see, see it. it. We yeah. love to see it. Their their parents did them right. Like raised some strong children. We love to see it. Yeah, and it's it's just like then of course when we see like Stacy and Sean having problems, Corey's immediately like, no, 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 you guys have to stay together. You guys have to stay together. Which this is the girl, Sarah. Do you remember when I mentioned in episode a while back? I was like, why does that girl look familiar? It's because she's Stacy. She was like a background actress in a different episode. Oh, okay. Was her name still Stacy? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think she had a name. Yeah. I think she just like says hi to Sean. I don't think 
that I feel like yeah. has a name at the time. I feel like they use like the same like four names to describe different girls. Like yeah. it's either like Debbie, Debbie, Nancy, Linda, Wendy, like <laughs> like was like Savannah yeah. taken. Like they're just like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um Stacy, I don't like Stacy as much as I like Linda. Stacy um in the interim of all of this is dating Sean. They mm-hmm. don't have much in common. Then she gets like really bitchy with Chubby. Like, yeah. We need to talk about the Chubby's thing in general. Like, yeah. The fact that you have to order very specifically. Chubby looks disgusting. He's wearing like a tank top that is so horribly stained. It used to be white, but now it's brown. And he wipes his nose when he's taking orders from people. It is disgusting. I honestly, I really think that he gave Linda like someone else's beverage that someone had already drank out of. I was going to do a bit where I said we need to give Chubby some credit because he's working two jobs as a delivery man and a restaurant like chef. <laughs> uh, but now that bit doesn't hold any water. Yep. So now I can jump on team. Yeah, Chubby's gross. He is gross. Like, yeah. it's disgusting. I love the, the fact that Corey does. Like, I think it's a cute thing where Corey teaches them how to order. It obviously comes back to bite him because they think it's, like, how he puts his moves on women. Um, but, yes, Sarah, go ahead. What do you, What is it that you liked about Linda that you didn't like about Stacey? Um, I, it's just, like, Stacey is just, like, kind of rude um, I just she has she's just gives me some bad vibes. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. Like Linda, I really, really liked the banter between Corey and uh, yeah. Linda. I felt like Corey was probably his most like genuine self um, in a while. And mm-hmm. I thought that it was like very natural and like she was very appreciative. Linda was that. Um, he was showing her the ways of the chubby order. Um, the, I guess the biggest issue with the chubby order is that, like, if you like turkey or not, the only thing that you can have is a turkey chubby. But then, yeah, it's but not then, real turkey. I that's know the other part that's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that people are allowed to eat burgers and fries, so maybe it's like you have to order this certain way for the first like, time the first time and then like x amount of times after and then you can graduate to like your burger and fry fair you have to mm. you have to work your way up the, yes. the, the the art of chubby is something that takes skill tact and patience you yeah. Know? yeah you have to go in there order your your turkey chubby and then eventually you'll get like your 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 double chubby with fries you know it's yeah. uh yeah. it, it yeah. takes a minute it takes a minute i also, also- Oh. No, one just one quick thing. I think I want to keep an eye on when they go to Chubby's where they sit because I feel like both times they ended up at this same booth at the very like right where you, near mm-hmm. where you order. So I want to track that as we go forward. How I often think that's their that spot booth. maybe. Yeah, their booth. It's like the friend's couch, you know. When yeah. you guys were growing up, did you have like that go-to like restaurant that like everybody hung out in? Because no. that happens a lot in shows too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, we didn't know because I mean, I lived in a small town as well, so maybe it yeah. was just like there wasn't much. But yeah, no, we, we do didn't. have we do have a bar in my hometown called Fat Boys, and I think that's the closest to a Chubby's I'll ever get. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, you From- can't get anything but fake turkey there, also. Yeah, yeah. For me, it would be like, I don't want to go to the same place that all the other people in my high school are going to. So we would go like purposely like three towns away so that we wouldn't see anybody from our town. You would go to you would go to Skinny's. 
Yeah, we go skinnies. Yeah, twenty minutes away. Yes. Um, you can order a salad there, just perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. What also, is this, the Sizzler? <laughs> I also like how Chubby, like Linda, tries to order a diet soda, and Chubby just spills out half of it. Yeah, half the calories. Half the calories. That I was funny. That was good. Yeah, that I was thought a good. Not, that was a good line. I I didn't not, like the interactions at Chubby's. It's just Chubby disgusts me. Yeah. Um, but I loved the. I I love. I mean, obviously, it's a sitcom trope of like people talking and the person is right behind them, and like it happens like three times this episode. But I actually think it works really well. Um, this whole episode on like, oh, well, Corey is talking, having a conversation with Stacy, trying to get her back together with Sean, and Linda finds them and. And Linda's upset and then Corey's talking to Sean and then Linda and Stacey are both behind him and it was like this whole thing and I I especially loved Corey's line of I'm a newborn lamb ah. <laughs> and I don't know why it cracked me up so much but another did. another line this episode that got me uh, is when they're talking about movies and he, she was like let's go see like a foreign film and he's like they don't even try to speak English in those movies like that <laughs> yeah that I also found that really funny that was I don't know. I thought yeah. I thought Sean Sean was Sean was a was a dick in this episode, but he did have some pretty funny lines. The Debbie lines were the funniest yeah. to me. Yeah, there is miss, no Debbie. I, no, why do I miss her so much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. No, and especially because like the the women like they have it spot on. They had a right to be upset. She's like, you treat us like objects, not people. Yeah, hundred percent accurate. You were treating them like objects, not people. Like. They, you can't just trade off women like they're interchangeable. Um, so I don't blame them for getting upset. And I appreciated that when um, I think it was was it Stacy that forgot her purse or something, and then she just like whack whack, and the whole place like boos Sean and Corey. Yeah. Great moment. Much yeah. to Sean then standing up and like bowing. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, Corey is like they hate us. They're clapping at, um for us or they're cla- they're not clapping for us. They hate they're, us. Yeah, they they're clapping. They're they're clapping cuz they hate us. Yeah. Well, save yeah. you. Yeah, that was a great line too. Yeah, I thought this was a cute episode, but like I think if I had to choose between the two, I would definitely pick Sister Teresa over the beard. Just because oh, sure. I really liked I love TK. I think she's a great character. We're never gonna see I mean, maybe we'll see Linda and Stacey again. I don't think so. And I just felt like the first episode did more for the characters mm-hmm. than the second one did. Yeah, it's kind of also I feel like TK is so memorable and it's one of those yes. things that's like very shocking that she was only in one episode kind of like the Desiree thing how really Desiree, reminds me of the Desiree thing yeah Desiree like really stuck out in our minds but she was only in two episodes um I double checked yes TK's only shows up in Sister Teresa upsettingly so would Crazy love to see to her me. some more yeah. But like yeah. I said, she's busy. She had she had other things to do. That mm-hmm. actress. Well, there there have been plenty of sitcoms where they introduce characters thinking they're going to be one offs, and then they're like, "Oh wow, people love this character. Let's bring him back." And I feel like for both her and Desiree, like they they should have been. They don't need to be on every episode, but like, because Topanga is not even on every episode, hmm. but like, definitely have them on more. Yeah, yeah. Even and- if it's just like once every couple, like like twice a season, like have them. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing that was also shocking to me is how many episodes we've, I mean, we just got a bunch of Topanga and then she kind of just falls off the map again, which is a little bit strange considering like, I feel like they really amped her up as like becoming a major character 
mm-hmm. and then she's just gone again. I didn't remember her not being in these episodes. Me this too. Much. Yeah, I still um, don't know because there's not a proper um, front credit scene if she's billed as a oh, main character or not. Good call. Yeah, we don't know that yet. I'm hoping that we get to see more of her next week um, in the next two episodes. But I guess we'll just time will tell. We'll have to wait and see. Um, shall we get into the fashion awards? Chad, you said you've listened to the podcast, so you should be ready to go to make some opinions on all the fashion on this show. Yes, yes. Uh, I am, uh, ready to, uh, to, uh, do the, say, uh, the what not to wear, the fashion police. I'm ready for all of it. I will put on my Joan Rivers hat. I'm ready. I'm ready to, 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 to roast him. Thread it or dread it. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Uh, so let's start off with the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. I had to. I couldn't not come into this podcast not having TK in here because, my goodness, this girl has a unique sense of fashion. Um, mm-hmm. This first outfit is from, obviously, episode 10. That was the only episode she was in. It is the very first outfit she's wearing when she bumps into Corey. Um, wow. There's so much happening. Um, let's start with the top. So she's wearing, like, a see-through white. What I believe is, like, there's a couple pieces here. There's, like, a see-through white top. Over top of that is a red corset. Looks like lingerie to me. Over top of that is a leather jacket. And she is wearing this like um, plaid. It's almost like a picnic blanket. What is that called, Sarah, when it's a gingham. picnic blanket? Gingham. Thank you. Blue gingham with a white stripe on the side. And it has what looks to be like a stamp that says sex kitten on the front. <laughs> yes, Classic. it does. Yes, it uh, does. She's, she's wearing a white almost knee-high socks, and then black boots. Um, Sarah, what are your thoughts on TK's outfit here? I mean, this is a very good representation of the punk style that was very popular in the 90s, like a punk grunge. Um, I I mean, it's so not appropriate for school. So not appropriate. I'm sorry, sex kitten isn't appropriate for school? Yeah, I mean, I can't believe Feeny's <laughs> not up her ass about wearing this outfit. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, do I think it's very a 90s, um, like, it's a very 90s outfit. I think it's very fitting. Um, it's, like, more like, yeah, like, um, like, British punk music. Yeah. It reminds me of that style. Yeah. Chad, what are your thoughts on TK's outfit? First of all, of all the places to have the word sex kitten on an outfit, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just say that real quick. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. Love it. Um, For somebody who probably lives, like, most days with her brother, I'm really questioning why Harley wasn't like, maybe don't wear this. Yeah, like, that's a good question. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Harley wonders, like, why she has a reputation of... You mean my, my dear old sister who wears the sex kittens on her, <laughs> yeah. her skirt? She is fast? <laughs> fast, yeah. like, fast like a kitten. I thought, I thought she just liked kittens. But it turns out, <laughs> my dear old sister, she is quite the, quite the quick one. <laughs> oh my gosh. And also, um, and also, like, 
do they do you think they go to the same place to like get their jackets like yeah is that yeah, was that was that it's a family was jacket. that Har- was that harley's jacket when he was like 12 yes and, and it's like yes. a hand it's a hand-me-down jacket like i think yeah. i think you hit the nail or on if the head. we want the more tragic viewing of it we could say it was like her father's jacket that he like left behind when Aww. he left them i'd like to yeah. think it's like uh it's like a harley's drinking buddy's jacket that yeah. he just left there one day and he was like here you go, uh, your sis. Maybe wear this over the sex kitten jacket you, you like to you like to gallivant in. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, I like the red. Red's my favorite color, so red just pops. So yeah. I just I, I like the red. It's yeah. kind of like it's like a robin's belly, you know. <laughs> I do. Sure, know. I know exactly what you yeah. do know. Yeah, because robins have red bellies. Yeah. 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 Um, her, and if you and if you look at it like that, like it's a robin's belly, and then the word kitten is on her skirt. It's very nature. It's it's lots yeah, of she's, a, she's an animal lover. She's an animal she's lover. Obviously, exactly. Obviously, yeah. she's an animal lover. That's all that is. Yeah. Moving on to someone who doesn't have sex kittens stamped on their that, skirt. Are you sure oh. that doesn't say six kittens and that's how many cats <laughs> she wants to have at some point in her life? Like, Oh, now that reminds uh, me of like that special SFX thing that's in um, The Lion King. Remember, you know that conspiracy oh, where like Simba yes. like sits and then d- dust particles dust go up. up and people were like, oh, it says sex. Yeah, yeah, it says yeah. sex, but it like they're like, thing. but Disney's like, no, it says SFX. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what, maybe that's why she's wearing it. Maybe she's just rocking she's some a Lion Disney King. Fan. Yeah, she's yeah. just a Disney fan. That's what it is. <laughs> this is on Disney. You know, Boy Meets World's on Disney Plus now. Yeah. They, they, I'm surprised they're not featuring this more. I'm surprised. It's obviously we can't, what it is. Yeah, I'm surprised we can't go buy this right now on like a Disney store or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moving on to Linda. Uh, this is the, obviously from episode 11, is that was the one Linda was in. Um, this is the date outfit that she wears when she goes on a date with Corey. Uh, she is wearing a very baggy maroon sweater, um, a plaid, like, mini skirt that has a lot of pleats that starts off, like, blue and white plaid and turns into, like, a different, like, red and green and white plaid at the bottom. She's wearing white tights, uh, red socks, and I believe, like, red loafers or boots or something and a very long um like long necklace chain with a locket uh and obviously her hair is just like a typical kind of dirty blonde middle part and she has bangs because it is the 90s of course chad what are your thoughts on linda's outfit here um well first of all i gotta say if uh if tk was using a subtle amount of red um this one is definitely (laughs) not the subtle (laughs) amount of red um yeah, I don't know. Um, I I, uh, I think it's uh, she looks like if if they if if so if if the six kittens were like a band, right? And she was maybe rocking a band logo. Uh, then I feel like this person is supporting a Red Hot Chili Peppers uh quite band attire is what I'm thinking. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they Sarah, were also on? quite in in the '90s. You know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Yeah, that was my favorite band in high school. Actually, fun fact. Um. I think this outfit is fine for Linda. Linda's like, you know, she's a nice girl. So she has her nice girl outfit. She has like this like locket necklace. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. Like she has some white tights. It's pretty 90s. It's just nothing remarkable. Um, yeah. I need more sex kitten, I think, from okay. Linda. Yeah, we need our we need our teenagers rocking more 
you know, sex kit in the title. <laughs> Certainly, that's what we need. If there's um, one thing, shit, to, if there's one shit the 90s taught us, it was certainly that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And last but not least, we have Stacy from episode eight. Um, this is the outfit that she's wearing when her and Sean are in an argument. Um, she is wearing a maxi skirt that has a big slit up the side. It is all camo, all day, Henny. Um, and she has on a brown, it, there's quite a mix of colors here, a brown shirt underneath, um, scoop neck that has like a white lining over top of that. She has like a cropped long sleeve V-neck black sweater. Yeah. Um, she has on a choker with like a little pendant on it. Not as crazy as Topanga's that we've seen in the past. Her hair is half up, half down with obviously some bangs. Again, we are in the 90s. Um, and it looks like she's wearing some black boots with this outfit. Um, yeah. Chad, what are your thoughts on this camo, this camo ensemble? So I feel like growing up, she had those parents that were like, you can wear whatever you want to wear. If you want to wear dress pants with like a pool inner tube, go ahead. And that's kind of how I feel like this person is growing up. You know, she's got, uh, it's a very brave look. I'll say that, you know, it's, uh, and and, you know, I'm not the, the biggest, I'm not the most fashionable man. Like I wear khaki pants and like v-necks like i i I think i have a very basic fashion sense Mm -hmm. um so maybe i'm not the person who should be uh judging uh but like uh this is certainly a lot certainly a lot uh (laughs) i feel like she like was in the dark late for school and just like couldn't see and like just grabbed clothes and then like quickly put them on walked outside and went all right this is what we're doing this works very uh (laughs) lack of lack of sex kitten that's something that we should note (laughs) i'll put that in my notes i actually think this is a very 90s outfit i definitely had that little cropped sweater a lot of people had those that was immediately i saw that and i was like it has to go in the fashion hour because i remember those yeah and of course the choker you got Mm -hmm. your cami um chokers are still in aren't they well Well, they came back Yeah, yeah they definitely came back so i mean it this really really is like the epitome of like a 90s outfit like her hair is very like Alanis Morissette where it's like yes so she's she is very 90s um I would definitely be able to pick this up and be like yep this is what year it is I mean the camo pants never I'm personally not a fan of camo me neither um, I like to be seen yeah I would say like makes me want to salute you every time I see it (laughs) I want to like stand up a salute and like not move until I'm told to like yeah like they do in the armed forces yes I guess Um, but the silhouette is very 90s so um maybe if it was a black skirt maybe we would appreciate it in terms of like something that we like a little bit I have a real big like grudge against black and brown being mixed together I just feel like you should choose one or the other I don't Mm. really like when they're mixed together so I think it's okay now brown I know but I still don't like it brown is a weird clothing choice in general I think you know Mm. what I mean depending on the the coloring I could see it but is the trendiest color right now like people Mm. are very very into brown and I don't know if I don't know if I would consider that brown it kind of looks like a brick to me but oh it looks more brown to me but Mm. it's hard to tell this is an HD 
Um, no, this do, is what are you guys feeling? Who would you like to? You have to come to a consensus. Who would you mm-hmm. like to award the Rachel Green Award to? Oh, I feel like it has to go to the sex kitten herself, right? <laughs> yeah, think? yeah, yeah. I, I would. I'm straddling between um, Stacy and TK, but I suppose there's only one choice. Um, meow. Uh, herself. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Does the yeah. does are we sure that K and TK doesn't stand for kitten? I think, I think you I think <laughs> you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um moving on to our Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness for the most timeless outfit. Of course I had to include TK in this as well. I was really struggling. I really originally I was like maybe this belongs in the 90s. However, so this is the outfit that she's wearing when um she finds out that the flowers that Corey got were not roses and she's very upset about it I know this is kind of like a ballsy pick for a timeless outfit but hear me out she is wearing a white crop top t-shirt over top of that she is wearing a cropped like sweater vest looking shirt um and then her pants are just like really large baggy black pants she has like the chain on them that I remember kids having in high school um which for me actually would have been the early 2000s um so she's ahead of her time and she's wearing black suspenders she is and black suspenders now the reason I thought that this could be timeless is because black pants first of all never go out of style maybe this style of pant isn't super trendy right now but crop tops I feel like since they've made a resurgence I feel like they're always going to be around no matter what we do. No matter how hard we try to shove them away, they're going to keep coming back. And I kind of like the look. I really enjoy, um, like, people playing, like, gender bending and, like, dressing up, like, more androgynously. I guess that's a word. Um, I really like a woman wearing suspenders. Sarah, am I going to get fired for choosing to put this in the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timeless Award? I mean, it's not right, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to have two TKs in the Rachel Green Award, so I was right. like, I can justify that. I can yeah. say that this is timeless. Well, first and foremost, I think you're doing a huge disservice to our man, Paul Rudd, um, founder of the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award, because today is Paul Rudd's birthday. <gasps> oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. He's, 100, he's 112 and still looks 21. <laughs> Should we should so. we scream happy birthday at the same time into our microphones? Today? Oh my god, no. We've done this before and it's ended poorly. It's not a good idea. And and while we're on the topic of birthdays, we just did celebrate Mr. Feeney's 94th birthday the other day. Yeah. Wild. Happy birthday, um, Mr. Feeney. He celebrated by eating fettuccine. His granddaughter uh, posted it on TikTok and it I was love that great. For him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, okay, so the thing is is that what is in right now is crop tops. It's the, the concept is, um, crop tops slash tight shirts equal, um, you have to do, uh, baggy bottoms. That is what the Gen Z kids are teaching us. Now, these are like Dickies, Dicky pants. Uh, yeah. I don't think Dickies came back yet, but I can see Please like. God, the, don't let them. Um, no one's bringing, out, uh, bringing back sweater vests, um, I don't think. But I, I will say that there are elements of this that could be timeless. We don't quite have like the chain back yet. I haven't yeah. seen that make a resurgence. I haven't seen the suspenders make a um, resurgence. However, I think suspenders should make a resurgence. Her hair is straight and parted in the middle, which oh, is TK. very 
very trendy. Gen Z is very happy. Gen, I think that Gen Z would like this outfit. What do you think, Chad? Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say, if there's one thing that we've learned from maybe not a 90s show, but certainly a 90, uh, early 2000s show, it's uh, crop, 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 crop to the top, right? That's mm-hmm. something that the great Ashley Tisdale once taught us. So, so <laughs> once again, so once again, our girl TK, uh, ahead of her time, um, I get very strong, um, uh, like Gwen Stefani kind of vibes mm, from yeah. from this mm-hmm. look. Avril Lavigne uh, vibes. Yeah, yeah and I'm pretty sure that. I'm pretty sure the Pink Ranger from the Power Rangers shows in like the '90s wore this exact same look. Also, yeah. so yeah. Once again, you know, I stand TK. So I like this a lot. Um, I I I uh, I don't know how uh, current it is, but mm-hmm, you know, yeah. well, I, I think also you guys are going to be more pleased with my next two selections because I yeah. do think they're more timeless. I also question again how she was able to finish a day of school wearing this. <laughs> Things were different back then, I guess. Like if you went to a different type of school than we if did, if you squint in your eyes and look real close in the uh, glare of her suspenders, you can see the word "sex kitten." <laughs> um next up we have none other than her brother harley kiner this is the like i call it like the jesse uh outfit um he is wearing black jeans a white t-shirt tucked into those black jeans big old belt with a belt buckle leather jacket hair slicked back classic classic school bully greaser guy outfit chad what do you think would you wear this outfit um, I feel like if I wore this, I wouldn't be doing the same effect that our boy Harvey <laughs> is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like definitely cr- cosplaying as John Travolta is something yeah. that you could do, uh, nowadays, but I feel like there are other celebrities to kind of want to idolize. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Johnny T of course, but, uh, also a little disrespect to Johnny T a little but uh yeah i don't know uh it's certainly i it's tough it's it's certainly i wouldn't want to bump into him in an alley you know i wouldn't want him to beat me up and take my lunch money so then tk could go buy reefs with it that's certainly a fear i would have sarah what do you think is this a better selection for the paul rudd have i done paul rudd justice um uh, well, time- the pause says everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the no. Paul Rudd certificate of most fifties outfit. Yeah. Listen, uh, somebody could wear this today as long as the jacket wasn't real leather. Like as long as it was like a pleather. Well, no, thing. I told you about the leather jackets. People well, are buying leather because it's not I okay, like, though. I Don't feel buy like leather a, people. I feel like if somebody in twenty twenty one had that much uh, pro, uh had that much it's air the gel product. in their hair. Yeah. Oh the, the hair no, the hair is not current at all. Like you could yeah. start a forest fire with hair like that. <laughs> it's but I, I mean, think the rest it's of the outfit okay. you could see someone wearing. I own a lot of just plain white t-shirts and I do own like four pairs of black jeans. So there you I get I guess I go like uh maybe not full kinder but like You're like half, 50% kinder. Yeah. I'm like yeah. 50% kinder. Uh do is that good? Should I be 50% kinder? Only in the wardrobe mm-hmm. department, I think. If you start beating yeah. kids up, we're going to have to have If I start if I start like calling people baboon in like the Discord servers <laughs> like later today, like 
Yeah, we're going to have to have a chat about that if that happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, maybe my third outfit will be pleasing. <laughs> we have, I'm striking out left and right here today, folks, but obviously I am not the fashion expert on the podcast. I am just here at wearing my Old Navy shirt and yoga pants. Anyway, I picked Corey's date outfit. He is wearing a, I believe it's a Navy suit. because uh, yeah. Okay, Looks it navy is navy. It's hard yeah. to, again. It is hard to tell sometimes. I also own a navy suit. So. There you go. Look at we knew we got the right guy for the job today. We yeah. had to invite Chad because he owns half these outfits. I hope he yeah. owns a skirt that has sex kitten. I was just gonna say my sex kitten skirt is. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I almost wore it for the podcast, but uh, I figured no it was audio that. only and no one would see it. So. <laughs> Um, so Corey is wearing a kind of like, I don't know if it's even, it might not even be a suit. It might be like a sport coat. Um, and it's all navy blue. He's wearing like a lighter blue, uh, button down shirt underneath. And of course the bow tie, his hair is fuzzy to perfection. Um, the jacket, the one thing I'm not a huge fan of is it has like, like gold buttons on it. I think they stand out a bit too much for my liking. Um, but Sarah, is this pleasing to you? Will this work? <laughs> yeah, I think that we're getting back into it. This is like a good uh, little suit. I I mean, I got to be honest. I have seen um, Corey wear better fitting suits, but um, I think even his like spelling bee one was probably a little bit better than this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But I mean, this looks like he would be a good ring bearer at a wedding. That could work. <laughs> he looks like he looks like he's about he looks like he's about to like introduce a circus. No. Oh, 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 no. Like, he's a top hat. He's a oh, top, like, no. you see the first picture, that, like, umbrella? Like, take the umbrella and hold it so, like, the handle is, like, a cane and get a top hat. And he looks like he's about to, like, open up the Greatest Showman movie. Like, yeah. yeah. Is this, like, a, would you call this, like, a zoot suit? Like, aren't zoot suits, like, no. very, very long? This is not a zoot suit. No. no. Zoot suits look do different you, than this. Do you have to get zooted in a suit to call it a zoot suit? <laughs> yeah, I think so. No. Because Corey, because Corey is far too young for such behavior. Yes. Oh, yeah. Zoot suits are definitely longer than that. But, yeah. I mean, we're cutting it close, not going to lie. It's not... Like add two more inches to that jacket, yeah. and I think that's zoot suit material. Also, also, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it fashionable, fashionably like uh, never acceptable to button up both buttons on a suit? Like, doesn't the bottom um, button need to remain unbuttoned? Only I believe when you're, yeah, that's a weird thing for my. You know what? I have to look at my wedding photos because that was a thing that I remember the like wedding photographer having to teach all of the men that were at the wedding like what they're supposed to do with their buttons on their jackets. And I See, believe you're right. I believe you're only supposed to have one button, which doesn't make sense. Why are there buttons? But right, oh, I know. Right, I and also sense. this might be a hot take, but um, I am never pro bow tie. I am always. For the regular oh, tie. The necktie. I always feel like I am a, a clown that like sells cheeseburgers to people if I wear like a bow tie. I don't disagree with you. And the reason I think is for me is slightly different in that it bothers me when I can see the buttons on the button down shirt. Like I feel like that is the purpose of the tie is to cover the buttons. So right. a bow tie does not fulfill that purpose. Yeah. If I were like a nice tie with a suit i feel like you know i'm here for business i'm here to get a job mm -hmm. done if i wear a bow tie i feel like i should just go work at a carnival and like hand out cotton candy to people this is fair that's and and also light blue with navy blue just go with a white dress shirt like mm, i could see that's that some, all right well, that's some good yeah. advice 
You guys yeah. sound like you're in a pickle here because you're going to have to choose between three outfits that you don't really like. So good if luck. You, Which if, one is going to if you wore if you wore a white dress shirt and like a dark blue tie, this is literally my senior year homecoming outfit. So, <laughs> oh, okay. For that, for that, uh, I I will uh, I will give my vote to Corey Matthews. Yeah, we'll throw it at Corey this week. Yeah, it's funny too <laughs> because guess, if you Sarah if you says. look at if you look at my homecoming photos, uh, the last picture of Corey is the face I made during it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. His he look is, of just sheer terror. Shocked. Yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. scared. Um, yeah. All right. So congratulations to TK and Corey, the couple of the first episode of this week, um, yeah. for winning the Rachel Green Award and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Award. Hell yeah. Sex Woo-hoo. kitten. Sex kitten and the oh fuzzy man. Yeah, you should <laughs> just put sex kitten for uh, the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness also. Yes. Yeah. Two placements <laughs> can we, this week. Can we? Can that? Can that be what the award? Like, obviously, the awards are called what we just called them. But like, you know how like uh, we could like the award itself could be called the sex kitten. Like, <laughs> we're gonna award a sex kitten award. Yeah. Uh, to maybe. Teenagers. Maybe in the can we no. can we re- can we reward the sex kitten award to like the best like uh, minor character like? Oh well, hmm. TK would get it. Yeah, well, certainly. That, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. We named the award after for this her. week. Yeah. But I'm just saying when like when we meet other like uh, like for example like uh, 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 goodbye forever. She would have gotten like the second she, award. She Desiree would have, would have gotten yeah. that all day of the week. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. was the best. Have. Yeah, she was the best. But Alan's Alan's de- uh, band member who was like uh, one of the monkeys. Like he'd oh, have gotten he oh, he was great. Kitten. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was episode 10 and 11 of Boy Meets World. Obviously, next week we're going to be covering episodes 12 and 13 because mm-hmm. that's how numbers work. Yep. Do you want um, some feedback? I would love some feedback. Chance Anderson from the Boy Meets World Fever podcast wrote in uh, about TK. TK Mm -hmm. did nothing wrong. She wasn't communicated with and yet was expected to change. I stand with TK. However, she is way too good for Corey. I also hate that the actress had those stalker problems. This girl is definitely a victim of the patriarchy, both fictionally and in real life. Um, I I don't know about this. um, I didn't know about stalker problems either. But I stand with I stand with Chance. He was a hundred percent right about TK. I love TK for sure. The sex kitten's got a roar. Yeah, exactly. Let her do her thing. Thing. Let her wear her skirts. Yes. Yeah. Let her do what she wants. No, um, we 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 stand TK. This is uh, my Twitter is now a TK stand account. Yeah, like, I yeah. better your see Twitter, that. Chad. What is your Twitter handle? Do you have anything you would like? <laughs> I still to have more feedback. Oh, I didn't know we had more. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> she's trying to wrap up this podcast. She's like, like she's like, get this end. joker off of our program. Listen, we got a ton of feedback this week. This is great news. What is our other feedback? Um, we have more feedback. Um, we have uh, feedback from Cody Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave us a very interesting um, shit nineties fun fact about um he he hypothesized why maybe we didn't hear that much baseball talk. And I'm gonna I'll post the longer version of this, but essentially what happened is that um. There was a baseball strike between 1994 to 1995 in the MLB. 
So perhaps there's not that much to talk about for Corey mm. in regards to Phillies baseball because they're um, wasn't a season. Interesting. So this is probably the that's probably the happiest time of TK's life, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I she's think like, so. Frick those Mets. Yeah, yeah. The um, Phillies or whatever. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, one of them. Um. So I thought that was a very very interesting fun fact, and he gave us some dates. So I'll definitely post that on our social media. Yes, thank I don't you, know, Cody. I don't know what made me think of this, but I, I I made a point to say this, and I haven't yet. But like you guys have probably the best theme song for a podcast <gasps> I have ever heard. Oh like, my gosh! Thank you. I, I literally out to JD who is I literally, a master. Will turn on my Bluetooth speaker, roll my windows down, and like sing along. Like shit. Oh my god. Shows taught me. Like, I even do like that friends clap afterwards. Like, <laughs> shit, not the shows taught me. Clap, 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 clap. Shit, not Like, it's great. It is a bop. He's going to be so happy to hear that. Yeah, Shout it's out to Jane McGuire who wrote it. It, and it is an absolute. An absolute bop. And I dare I say, a bop that does certainly slap. Oh, Look thank that. you. A bop Love that it. slaps. Yeah. Um, Cody also sent in another shit 90s fun fact about the most popular minivan in 1995 which according to kelly blue book is the 1995 chevrolet astro minivan passenger so um interesting so maybe that that is what um amy was going after and he asks a question have you or your significant other ever bought something for the other one that you thought the person would want but they actually didn't um the so, only thing i can think of more yeah. recently is like i bought oh i was like really excited sometimes i'll like buy random snacks at the grocery store and like i get really excited because i'm like well look what i bought like surprise snack at home like we get very excited about food in this household anyway I bought combos and Will hates combos apparently and I was not aware because we'd mm. never discussed our love or hatred of combos in Will, our relationship. What, what a monster. And he did, well, to be fair, then I tried them and I was like, these are dry as fuck. They're kind of bad. <laughs> what oh, kind of no. combos did you get? Did you get the I, pizza? The pizza the, combos? I still have the pizza ones in my cabinet. I haven't had those. I got those the regular like um, cheddar and pretzel but I think where I went wrong is I prefer the cracker combos to the pretzel combos because I don't like mm. like the dryness of the pretzel I just don't so, think they're crunchy enough for you is what I think it is that could be it too it could be the yeah. lack of the crunch but anyway yeah. that's the only example I could find it's very boring and very not dramatic but that is the only one I can think of for me I think it just comes to like jewelry I think that um you bought him jewelry he didn't like no 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 oh, he's bought me mm, that heart like, lockets and stuff like i feel like guys really like the fan of the heart stuff yeah it's the, it's the heart stuff you hit the nail on the head um i'm trying to think of like something that i bought drew that he did not like um i mean i'm sure that there's stuff it's like stuff that you get them and like you never see it again and it's like lost mm-hmm. lost in the ether yeah it just disappears yeah, yeah i think chat, i might have bought like will a shirt yeah. or two like that that he just didn't end up liking but for the most yeah. part i'm pretty good with like what i know he'll wear mm-hmm. um but yeah what about you chad have you ever had this experience oh i do this all the time <laughs> um so see you often yeah, well, not so much recently, but, like, this ha- used to happen to me quite a bit with the same person. Um, so, but, uh, uh, 
our very first Valentine's Day, I bought chocolate to find out she doesn't like chocolate. So that mm. floored me. So then I ate it myself and then didn't get her a Valentine's Day gift because that was all I had. So that wasn't a good move. Um, I said, well, if it makes you feel any better, your gift tastes delicious. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the new pair of Jordans. I appreciated it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, and then one time we she discussed she wanted new bedding. And I was like, I've been with you long enough. I know what you like. And I went out and bought uh, banana printed bedding. Chad, did you think that was a good idea? Yes, <laughs> I certainly Let did. Me, as as a woman and someone who is an adult, I person, bought matching curtains too. Chad, <laughs> so she came. So she came home. So she came home, and our room had banana. Was curtains. your girlfriend a monkey? Because if not, uh, then that's a horrible idea. No, but she was vegetarian. That doesn't matter. <laughs> How is that a justification? Her favorite fruit How were is bananas. That a <laughs> she talked all the time how much she wanted to have banana bread at work. So I thought, you know what? I'll She's get banana. sleep on bananas? You know what? I Well, I, I she always, you know that saying, keep your eyes peeled? Well. Oh, my God. She what loves Chris- reaction to these banana sheets? Uh, I was single shortly after. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That was way better than any story I told. Yeah, so must thank have you. been a thread count. Great. Well, the, prob- the problem was, is every time I'd leave a pillow on the ground, she would walk over it and slip on them. That was the big issue, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She told me, she told me, she was like, we need to make like these bananas and split. And I went, clever. Can't even mess with that. All right, I'm in. I, I literally said, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And, and that was the last thing I ever said to her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I still think she has them because I do not have them anymore. Oh, so I wish I she did. She probably burned them because she was so I wish, upset about the I wish I, I would still use them. I thought she they were awesome. She didn't give them back to you? No. How, she took uh, she the one thing them. I... She 100% she burned them. Oh, certainly. She took the one thing I loved most, my banana, banana the, sheets. My banana sheets. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we, was we that were, it for feedback, Sarah? Do we have more? No, that's you know, that's you, know what they, you know what Just you know what you know what they say. You know, you know what they say. Gentlemen in the streets, potassium in the sheets. You know. <laughs> well, I'm I'm confident we could have had an entire hour and a half podcast of just banana related puns. Oh yeah, I'm ve- I'm very confident about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, would have been absolutely. bananas for sure. Oh my god! Speaking of bananas. Chad, what do you have going on in your life? Wasn't that a great segue, Sarah? That was great. That was great. That was great. That was great. Uh, Chad, what do you have going on? Where can people find you on the social Uh, media? You can find me on Twitter at ChaddingTatum1. That's a great handle. Yeah, it's a good handle. Thank you. Some asshole took Chatting Tatum without the one, and I was pissed. (laughs) It was actually... The funny thing is, the funny Did thing they is, they have a I, lot of followers. Now I need to. Uh, it's me. It, it's my middle school tw- Twitter that I made and then forgot the password. Oh to. no! <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't I know. just found your high school cell. Wait, this is you in high school? This guy? Yeah, yeah. I was rocking the Corey Matthews uh, fuzzy head. You know? Yeah, uh, you are. Yeah. A fuzzy oh, head. that girl. That girl in the picture was the banana sheets. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's how I figured we'd be good. I was like, I've known you since high school. We are literally Cory and Topanga. I'll oh get banana sheets. She didn't okay, like Okay, so those. make sure you follow Chatting Tatum 1, not yes. the other Chatting Tatum. 
Yes, yes. I don't. I am not responsible for the ship middle school. Me thought was funny. Just there full, you go. Yeah. Um, but also, I've got some things that I'm working on. Actually, as soon as I, uh, once I get off the, this podcast, I'm recording episode one of my new podcast, uh, SpongePod Squarecast, a SpongeBob SquarePants rewatch. How many episodes are there of SpongeBob? I don't know, but I think it's going to take me like four years you, to finish. You didn't look at all into this. No, <laughs> I am fully. Like, I, I know it's a lot. Do it. I know it's. I know it's a lot. So th- there's a story behind this too. So when I went to I went to CMU Central Michigan University, and I used to um, I used to host a few shows for their uh, CMU like podcasting like thing mm-hmm. for like their rate for like their radio and like media like p- thing. And I jokingly said on air one time that my life's work was going to be to complete a SpongeBob rewatch podcast, and it would be my life's work, and I would eventually finish it when I was old and gray because they'd continue to make new episodes of SpongeBob, and I would always go, damn it. <laughs> Stop making episodes of the show, and I would continue to do it. Like eventually, my kids would come on, and I'd I would just do a recap with them watching it. You know, um, well then all the SpongeBob episodes went on Paramount Plus. So then I my buddy messaged me and said, "You can complete your life's work now." So I jokingly made a logo, and then I jokingly found a co-host, and then next thing you know, I'm jokingly doing a podcast now. So <laughs> we're Is doing it still going. Um, I believe so. Oh well, and they also just put out uh, spinoffs for Camp Coral and uh, and the Patrick Star shows coming out. You have out. plenty of content to podcast wow. about. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. You're I'll never, I'll never run out of content. And I also yeah. love Nickelodeon cartoons. And uh, and you know, as people who love '90s stuff, you know, it's a '90s cartoon at least the first season. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, late '90s. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna call the show "Shit uh, '90s Sponges Taught oh. Me," but I felt like that'd be a gimmick infringement. <laughs> Uh, have you, um, do you want to know how many episodes there are, or do you want to keep that a, a, a blind item for yourself? Oh, no, let me know. Let me know what I'm involved in. Oh my gosh, how many are there? So, the Wikipedia says 265. Oh That's not bad. That's that not is... bad. Chad, if you do one episode a week, <laughs> that's five years. I mean, that's that's like doing the community podcast, right? Like, it's going to take you guys like five years to do it, right? No, there are no? not nearly as many episodes of community. There's like a hundred and yeah, but you have to, but you have to also do all the Cougar Town episodes. Oh yes, I forgot. We definitely yes. we will be covering Cougar yeah. Town, obviously. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, so, Cougar um, Cougar Building. Can that podcast be called Sex Kitten? <laughs> the Cougar Town Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> Chad's life turns into Sex Kitten now. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, okay, we're getting off the rails. So check that out. Um, that's coming out. Uh, I'll probably drop that on Saturday. Um, check your out first that. episode. Yep, yep. Episode one will come out Saturday. SpongePod Squarecast. Look that's it up. Exciting. I was really shocked that the name SpongePod Squarecast wasn't taken. Well, you're yeah. the only one to come up with it, I guess. So I guess, great. I guess. You know, everyone needs a niche, and I guess mine is SpongeBob Podcasts. <laughs> well, I think that's awesome for your first app. I'm really excited for you. Congrats! Yeah. It's always oh, like you. a big deal when you're starting mm-hmm. a who, show. Uh, who are you two big SpongeBob fans? Who are your favorite SpongeBob? Who are your favorite Bikini Bottom Bro? I love the guy that just randomly shouts my leg. Okay, um, yeah, he's my favorite he's a, too. He's a classic. Yeah, um, and obviously, like Sandy's like very high energy. She's great. Um, I don't know beyond that. Oh, I love um, Mr. Crab's daughter, Pearl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do a really good uh, Patrick Star impression, so I think Patrick is my favorite character. 
I hope that the entire podcast is you doing this. I'm not going to lie. I thought about I thought about not having a co-host and just being like, I'm joined with the Patrick Star. Patrick, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Chad. Just, oh living, under, just living under my rock. <laughs> like, oh my God. But I felt like if I had to do 200 plus episodes of me talking to myself, I would actually go insane. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. I could see yeah. that. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, Sarah, what do we have coming up this week on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me? Well, if you did not already listen to our Passover special Rugrats episode with the great Sasha Joseph, give that, uh, check that out. It was really, really a great conversation. Um, Speaking of Nickelodeon cartoons. Exactly. Aside from that, um, just our regularly scheduled programming of um, Boy Meets World that releases on Thursdays and Dawson's Creek that releases on Mondays. We just finished up season one. We did our season one recap episode and we're about to start podcasting about season two so a great place to uh jump on in we got some new characters some new haircuts lots Mm -hmm. of fun um aside from that we have some stuff coming up later in april for uh, additional bonus content um once again had a great time in march with mary kane ashley march never forget Yes. <laughs> On to April and other bonus things that will be coming out in the future. Super exciting. Can't wait to get into season two of Dawson's Creek. I already have so many thoughts and opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very excited about it. Thank you so much for coming on, Chad. This was really wonderful. Um, Thank you. I loved hearing yeah. all of your thoughts. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully I didn't derail the show too bad. Oh, no. Wait, I, you gave <laughs> us like a not. nice, healthy laugh, which I think is what, yes. what we need. That's what I try to do, you know? I like to take like kind of like, like an ice cream sundae and the banana mm-hmm. is the smile. That's what yes. I want to leave there us all go. with today. Yeah, yeah extra Lovely. banana. Yeah. Lovely. All of the bananas. Uh, uh, <laughs> is, is it weird that hashtag sex kitten and hashtag banana are probably like the hashtags of this podcast. People are going to think, think people this... should be hashtagging yeah. either of those. I don't, yeah, I don't suggest. Me I don't suggest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Just Have a good one. Bye. Shit 90 Shows taught me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.